What if you could produce better results? Would you want better results? And if you do want better results related to any subject of your life, I think this will help you out tremendously. So I don't know if this is even a real, a predetermined definition, but as I was driving back to my home today, I thought about the concept of emotional philosophy and how our personal philosophies, in particular, our emotional philosophies, end up shaping the type of person we believe we are. And I thought about how much our philosophy creates the foundation of our life experience. Now, I know damn well that we have different types of philosophies. When you hear most people speak, it is my opinion when, you know, when they're just speaking about, you know, day-to-day stuff, they're speaking about what I call egoic philosophies. It's the philosophies we would like the world to believe that we believe. And those type of beliefs can show up in many shapes and forms. But you know when you're just talking about an egoic philosophy that you have versus when you're talking about something that you truly believe in. And if you don't, I'm going to show you how you can recognize when you're coming from a place of egoic philosophy or philosophy that is uh, more of an emotional philosophy. And I want to show you how to not only become keenly aware of your egoic philosophy or your emotional philosophy, but also why it's important to recognize the two and then what you can do to start producing better results. So the first thing is, you know, when we're just talking, just shooting the shit, as a lot of people call it, and just, you know, talking about arbitrary things or when we are trying to make ourselves look a certain way in the general public, a lot of times uh, that the stuff that we're talking about is coming from a place of, in my opinion, egoic philosophies. It is the things we would like to believe and we would like others to believe that we believe. You know, sometimes you hear it come out when people talk about, let's say, religion or when people talk about money. There's a lot of egoic philosophies being spewed back and forth between individuals related to subjects like that, even about love or um, politics. You hear a lot of egoic philosophies uh, spewed back and forth around those subjects, but one in particular, the subject of money. And we talk about these things that we believe, like we believe this, we believe that. And I would argue that a lot of times when we're telling people what we believe in, if we're not careful, we're only telling people the belief that we think they want us to believe in that moment. I had a problem. Here's a prime example. I had a problem with this when I was growing up, when I knew I really wasn't a religious minded person. I would go around other religious minded people. And when they asked me about my beliefs, I just kind of said what I thought they wanted to hear me say, even if I didn't really believe what I was saying. That was an egoic belief. It's what I wanted people to think about me. And at a deeper level, it's probably what I wished I think or what I wished I believed in. But for the most part, I would say what I thought the person I was in front of wanted me to say. And 
if you're not careful, just like it did me, this could lead you to down a very, very dark and dissatisfied place because one day you wake up and you realize that you don't even know who you are anymore and you feel fake. Fake happens when we are saying and doing things that we think we are expected to say and do simply to please the person that's observing us. But when we start observing ourselves, we realize that, hey, man, um, maybe these beliefs don't line up with what I truly believe. And then that brings us to our emotional psychology with our emotional our philosophy, our with our emotional philosophy. Our for most our emotional philosophy is easy to recognize and the way you recognize a an emotional philosophy is by paying attention to the results you have in relationship to any subject. Okay. So I want to focus on the subject of money, but you can change out the subject of money for anything that's important for you. An emotional philosophy is the way we believe deep down inside. It's a collection of deeply held beliefs that cause you to behave the way you behave related to any subject. Now, let's think about the subject of money, which is a very emotionally charged subject for a lot of people. Now, whether you believe money is good or bad or whether you believe it's important or not important, you would be smart to ask yourself, is money important in the society that I exist in today? And if you're being truthful, I think you would say, yeah, man, money is important in the in the society that I live in, whether I want it to be or not, whether I wish it was or not, it's important. Apparently it moves, it moves the economic climate, or should I say the economic climate moves or stagnates money. However, we must admit that money is very, very important. And so from a detached standpoint, if you could step outside of yourself for a little bit, if you ever wanted to say to yourself, man, I would love to have a different experience with money. Well, there's a way that you can go about doing this. You could simply say, okay, well, what is my emotional philosophy about money? What's my emo, not my egoic, but my emotional deep down what's my deep-seated beliefs about money and remember i've just coined that uh your emotional philosophy is a collection of deeply held beliefs that cause you to behave the way you behave related to the specific subject that we're talking about okay and so if you ask yourself how do i behave in relationship to money well there's only one place to go to get the clear, hardcore answer to that question. You open up your phone right now and you go to the app of your bank and you log in and you look at your balance. Now, you might not want to do this depending on where your balance is or where you think it is. But if you want the truth, the truth is shown 
with results. What's in your bank account right now is a clear indicator of your emotional philosophy around the subject of money because the results that you have in your bank account right now is a direct reflection of a collection of deeply held beliefs that cause you to behave the way you behave in relationship to money. So if you find that you don't have enough flowing to you, there's a reason for that. Or if you find that you have a lot flowing to you, but you still can't maintain a certain balance, there's a reason for that. It's based off of your behavior. That's your spending habits. What are you in the habit of doing in relationship to money? When the money comes in next time, I want you to become keenly aware of what you do with the money. Now, you can argue for your limitations, and if that's where you are, I advise you to just stop listening right now. But if you want different results in relationship to money, you have to suspend your desire to argue for your limitations, and you have to be willing to just analyze the results that you currently have in your account right now. And if you're happy, you could you can ask yourself this. All right. It is what I believe about money producing the results that I am happy with. And we'll lie to ourselves now. Now, you might see you might look into your account right now. You see a number and you can lie to yourself and say that you're happy with it. And a lot of times we do that so that we can justify being where we are. Now, I want to take you deeper when I ask you, are you happy with it? Or is there ever a moment in your life where you desire to do something, but you can't do it because you don't have the money to do it? Is there ever a trip you wanted to go on that you just don't allow yourself to go on because you don't have the money to do it? Is there ever something that you wanted to buy, but you just didn't have the money to buy it? Well, I would call that dissatisfaction in a world where they're printing money every day damn near why don't you have enough well it's based off of your emotional philosophy in relationship to the subject of money so are you happy with the results as you're looking at your bank account right now are you happy with the results that you see does the number in your account right now excite you or terrify you and you are the only one that can answer this question and it's painful to look at sometimes if you are not where you want to be but it must be done if you are ever going to change what you're producing because at the end of the day we're the producer no we're not producing that's it and so this is the difference between egoic beliefs and egoic belief would be like, damn, I have no money in my bank account. But you know what? I'm happy. Money isn't important. Well, maybe that is your deeply held belief. OK, but an e egoic belief would be that you're happy. Nobody is happy with with limitations. Nobody. We would all love to experience more. Even Mother Teresa needed the funds of other people or the 
energy of other people, which money is energy, to do what she's done in the world. And then after you get truthful about that question, are you happy with the results that you have right now? Then you can ask yourself, what beliefs do I need to adopt around the subject of money that would help me or increase my chances of producing the results that I would get excited about when I log into my bank account? What emotional, okay, what emotional philosophy do I need to adopt about money that would help me produce the results that I would be excited about? What emotional philosophy do I need to adopt? And there's a shortcut. If you're truthful about these three questions, there's a shortcut to solving the problem that you have in your life. You look at the results. You ask yourself, am I happy with the results? And then you ask yourself, what what emotional philosophy do I need to adopt to get better results or even to maintain the results I already have? And then that's it. It's a three-part question. And then you go and say, okay, well, who has the who has the who has good results in this area? So for instance, you know, if I wanted to lose weight, I'm going to go look for someone that has a great looking body. And I'm going to say, hey, what have you done to look the way you look? And maybe they tell you something that you agree with and something that you don't agree with. But your thing is to look for something that you can adopt in your life. Because your reality is a science project. And if you tweak the formula just a little bit, you're going to start getting different results for better or worse. So it doesn't mean that you have to adopt the entire mindset of the person that you're observing. And it doesn't mean that you have to adopt the entire lifestyle of the person that you're going to be learning from. But it means that if you can take a little something from that person and apply it to what you're doing in your way, you're going to start producing different results. But it all requires that you be honest with yourself and look at the one place that clearly lays out where your emotional philosophy resides it's going to be with the results that you have damn that's a hard pill to swallow and it was a hard pill for me to swallow it's not the questions that everyone wants to entertain it's easier to blame the world outside of you for the results that you have or don't have is easier to blame. But when you look at it, you're like, man, either I'm fucking off or I'm getting to my goal. Because right now there's so many distractions out there. I've gotten in the habit as of late to where, let's just say with TikTok, you know, I love TikTok. The only time I look at TikTok now is if I have something to record and upload and share. But the days of just sitting there mindlessly strolling on TikTok, those days are over. Ask yourself, what's your five-year goal? 
and are what you doing right now helping you get there? Really helping you get there? Or are you just squandering or in the words of Napoleon Hill from the amazing book Outwit and the Devil, are you drifting? And there's a lot of drifters out there. When you are drifting, you look at your bank account and there's a drift flowing through your bank account. There's tumbleweeds in there. But when you're focused and when you're on purpose and when you're asking yourself these three powerful questions, it can help you produce the results that you want in your life. It's Robbie Cornelius always encouraging you to master yourself. Comment and share this with somebody that you feel like needs to hear this.